Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. Hello. How are you? Let me do my podcast. I was gonna say something about your cat, but I can't imagine that it would have been grand. Nope. Okay. Thanks. Just because your cat actually, like your actual kitten, let me hold her. I was going to make a comment about that, but that's easily misinterpreted by internet weirdos. Correct. This is all very willy-nilly, and it's stressing me out. Yes, you are. No, he's talking about the pop screen, everybody. And my sanity. hey oh. No, how bad is that? Fee-fi-fo-fum. I got it right this time. You sure did. <laughs> Not fee fee foo. What? I don't even remember what I said. I just remember editing that episode and going, Jacob, what the hell? It's clearly fee fi fo fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Mm-hmm. Duh. Well, I mean, you know, like, when was the last time you read that or said that? I say it all the time. I mean, obviously, this is the second time in a year's span that you have. You don't know how often I say that to my cats. Fee, fi, fo, fum. I'm the human. You must love me. I give you food. I give you treats. Give me your beans. I was was like, (laughs) I'm waiting for you to make it rhyme. I'm waiting for you to make it rhyme. Okay. Toe beans. Toe beans. Give me your toe beans. Which Jack planted beans to grow that stock. Exactly. Magical cat toe beans. I can't see you without my glasses. But they were hurting my face, so. I get it. Here we are. We are flying blind like a bat, but bats are not actually blind. You know who is blind? Ray Charles. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, that is. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to find a gentle transition into introducing each other at the start of the episode rather than the end. Oh, and I can't. <laughs> yeah. When you ended last week's episode with the greeting, I went, oh my God. <laughs> the look on your face I was one of betrayal. I couldn't even believe that it had happened. How dare you? How very dare you. Well, that was mostly made for like me because I couldn't believe it. I completely <laughs> forgot to do it again. So, yes, let's. That's Jake. And that's Melissa. And this, and this is, is Best Friendhood. Where we come together to wild and crazy kids. Oh, God. Yes, we are a 1980s SNL sketch. So You're welcome. I have to tell you... Um, I got a a message from a friend of mine and she was like, please tell me that you can make it to our Nickelodeon 90s party. What? (laughs) Correct. And she sent me a picture of, she said, I even bought this guy. And it was uh, like a a drinking vessel in the shape of one of those totems from the Hidden Temple, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
My dream was always to go on that show because I wanted I wanted oh, so badly to solve those puzzles. Heck yes, and to run through that maze, but I did not want to get grabbed by those creepy people. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Anyway, sadly, I cannot make it. But she did tell me before I told her that I couldn't make it. She said that, in fact, they will be playing a version of What Would You Do? Remember, What what, what Would (laughs) You Do? And Double Dare. And then somebody (gasps) will be getting slimed. Oh, my God. At a certain portion of this 90s Nickelodeon party. And I'm so bummed to miss it. But I'm going to go travel and, and... be with my uncle during his uh, treatments. But anyway. You know what that means? What? That you can go? No. Oh. That we just have to have our own Nickelodeon party. I don't... Okay. Which, I mean, you're not wrong, but this friend knows how to throw a GD party. Every year for have you Shark met Week... Well, thank you. That's very kind. Every year for Shark Week, because she lives out at a lake, right? They oh, have... that Shark Week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jacob. They have those... You know, like from Katy Perry's shark costumes. Oh, my God. They have those. (gasps) What? And everything is shark themed and it's tremendous. Like they know how to throw a GD party. It's amazing. So I'm really sad to have to miss it. Time has no meaning. Life has whatever meaning we ascribe to it. Therefore, just because one person throws that particular party doesn't mean we can't do that again or replicate it in our own way. The next week. Correct. (laughs) No, we won't be doing that the next week. No, maybe we'll give it some space, let it breathe, and then do it better. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, different. Better. All right. I love this saucy. I'm going to make a paper mache bikini bottom, and now that's your backyard. Okay. And we're just going to live our best early 2000s Nickelodeon life because what? she already claimed the late 90s Nickelodeon life. Oh, see, we could do we all have, that. We could do... I was just going to say that. We could do all that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, this is all that. This, this is, is all that. that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I miss that show so much. <sighs> that would be good. And salute your shorts and hey, dude. Oh my God, I forgot about those. Hell yeah, dude. Camp on the wanna. We love you with all our heart. Now get it right or pay the price. Camp on a wanna wanna. Camp on a wanna. Camp on a wanna wanna. Ugh! Was Alexis Mack on Nickelodeon? Yes. Or was that Disney? I can't remember. I think it was Nickelodeon. I, I think it was Nickelodeon. She was so cool. And then she was in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes, she was. When I saw that movie a few years later, I was like, wow. Alex Max is so cool. I wanted that to be my life. Like, please dip me in a tub of toxic chemicals so I can just melt (laughs) and get the fuck away from here. I'm a gay kid in rural middle of nowhere. Let me melt away and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeet! (laughs) I'm gonna yeet myself down the storm drain. This bitch's soul is empty. Yeet! So maybe to get to this week's topic, what recharges your soul? One of the things that recharges your soul, Jacob. Hmm. You. Oh, oh. You and even though it's cold and cloudy right now and mm-hmm. we can't quite see it, one of my favorite things to do in your backyard is hold your hand, sit in a camping chair in your lawn and look up at the stars and at the moon. Mm-hmm. They're so 
like there's something that I, I will never forget. The the first summer that you and I were really becoming friends and we would sit outside and we'd listen to music and it would be like two o'clock in the morning and we'd be like, oh my God, it's two o'clock in the morning and look how beautiful the moon is. Mm-hmm. And then we would just pause the music and bask in the glow of the moon. And that's really become, for me at least, that's become like a thing I associate with our friendship is spending that time just appreciating the beauty of the moon and the sky. And I think that is the point of this episode. The celestial body yaddy yaddies. Body yaddy 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 yaddy. For sure. Yeah. And for myself as well, like, it's such a grounding thing. Like I know when I was going through some really tough emotional and mental times, that's what I would do even in the dead of winter, which is almost better because like there's no leaves on the trees. Easier to see. And correct. also if it's, uh, if it it's has quiet. snowed recently, you have that extra, like everything is kind of muted because of the snowfall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to go and stand and because one, one of my other favorite things to do is go and stand in the sunshine for a little bit until my porcelain skin turns lobster red. I have never seen this woman lobster red for the record. Oh, excuse me. Gently pink. Okay. Well, yeah, well that's done. because then I'm like, not well done. Ooh. Yep. Uh, oh my God. Steak. I don't eat steak. What's medium the- rare. Medium rare. Your skin turns a lovely medium rare shade of pink. <laughs> yes. I'm doing the Alexis Rose hands. <laughs> uh, but to stand out in, in the moonshine, because I do feel like I still feel, I mean, because it, it's a mirror of the sun, right? It's a reflection of the sun. What? Your eyebrows got so big. I was going to hold on to it, but you... As we discussed in our second or third episode, mm-hmm. do vampires... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this? I just We've had this gently. discussion. The sun reflects off of the moon. Correct. And creates moonshine. Therefore, shouldn't vampires... Not be out in the moon? Yeah. <laughs> be decim- decimated by the moon? Or they should have rad tans. Yeah. Or very neat moon tans correct do you get a moon tan an emotional moon tan yes i i do believe that like the the rays at that point are so weak that they don't yeah just why vampires are still around <laughs> god yes. that is a callback if that's we are was. coming up on our we're 33rd 10 months into when we first recorded that episode god that's wild yeah anyway i'm sorry Oh, no, you're fine. Distraction. But yes, like there is to go and stand and stare at the moon at this. Well, no, I'll focus on the moon for now. There is something in all of its waxing and waning. It's Mm -hmm. just beautiful. And some of the really interesting, beautiful moons that we get, whether it's the blood moon or there's things like the the worm moon and the the harvest moon. I've never heard of the worm moon. So the worm moon happened actually not long ago. Really? Yeah. Let me see if I can search engine it real quick. One thing I appreciate about Melissa is that she does not say, let me Google it. She says, let me search engine it. Well, you just negated it. (laughs) She doesn't use Google because Google is always tracking your information. So try out DuckDuckGo. Correct. 
So March's full moon goes by the name the Worm Moon. For many years, we thought this name referred to the earthworms that appear as the soil warms up in the spring. Whom we helped just last weekend. Oh, uh, yes. You and I did. Oh, gosh. That's a, that is a, it's a picture. giant worm in front of the moon. <laughs> Not cute. Oh, the farm, Farmer's Almanac is offering you a free guide how to start your own vegetable garden. Thank you. We we have that covered. Yeah, last weekend we uh, we moved a whole lot of worms off of concrete into dirt because nature. It's neat. Hmm. The full moon names used by the Old Farmer's Almanac come from a number of places, including Native American, Colonial American, and European sources. Traditionally, each full moon name was applied to the entire entire lunar month in which it occurred, not only to the full moon. So March's full moon goes by the name Worm Moon. For many years, they thought this name referred to the earthworms that appeared as the soil warms in spring, which invites robins and other birds to feed, a true sign of spring. However, more research revealed another explanation. In the 1760s, Captain Jonathan Carver visited the Dakota and other Native American tribes and wrote that the name Worm Moon refers to a different sort of worm, the actual beetle larvae, which begins to emerge from the thawing bark of trees and other winter hideouts at this time. There you go. I'm really sorry. I got caught on the fact that there was a statement written that said Native Americans, colonial Americans, and something else. Like, no, those are colonial Americans. Those are colonizers. Yeah. Anyway, just wanted to uh, clarify <clears throat> that... That's a thing that happened. Yes. And actually in this, it said in parentheses, Dakota, when talking about the tribes, but I don't know, is it Nadowesi? Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. N-A-U-D-O-W-E-S-S-I-E, also known as the Dakota tribes. Hmm. Nadowesi? That is something we should educate ourselves about. Sure, we can do that. You know, as you do that, may I share a recollection? So before the pandemic... I think it was 2019, I went to a conference in New Orleans, Louisiana, and the keynote speaker opened the conference by saying, I would like to acknowledge the fact that the land this conference is being held on has historically been the home to, and then she listed off the tribes, the native, mm-hmm. the native tribes, the indigenous people to whom that land i don't want to say belonged but the where home. the home of those indigenous uh people i had never heard that before and that kind of changed my whole perspective on colonizer viewpoints like i've always known that as a white person with a whole lot of heritage back in scotland germany and england not great and it, it was just i don't know affirming to like yep my ancestors were a part of something that was not good and i also am just one person who can't change the world so how can i acknowledge those things and that was a really neat way neat it feels like a derogatory word it was a very important way to learn that you can acknowledge what has happened. And even if you're not personally responsible for it, there are still repercussions that affect who you are today based on what happened in the past. Well, and to make sure that it doesn't get whitewashed away. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway, that was just something that I was reminded of as you were looking up the pronunciation of that tribe's name. Thank you. I actually could not find a phonetic way of saying it. It just actually kept reverting to Dakota. 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 
Dakota. Interesting. So, that's, so without spending huh. 30 more minutes trying to get to it, I... <laughs> Yeah. There's a note of that. If you know how to pronounce that, please let us know. So when we were talking about... um, I'm making so many weird noises today. So am I. Okay. My tummy keeps like... um, I ate once. Leave me alone. I ate Hot Pockets. (laughs) I miss Hot Pockets. I miss Hot Pockets and I miss ramen. They weren't as good as I wanted them to be. They never are. But they were just fine. <laughs> I literally Googled gluten-free ramen. As far as I could find, it's not a thing. I just want some cheap-ass ramen. So, no, oh, well, yeah, it won't be cheap. But what about, you can do rice, yeah? Angel, I do rice all of the fucking I'm time. I'm talking about rice noodles, my dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're those thin variety that are... Much like ramen, I mean, it definitely won't taste the same, but they have that same thickness. Like, there are different varieties of rice noodles. I just want something that I can pour boiling water over and eat. Which most noodles you can do with, including rice noodles. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. Actually use... <laughs> I'm like, hold on, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no. Okay, we're going to pause this and go get you some rice noodles. I have found several corn-based noodles that I can eat. <gasps> yeah. They're actually pretty good, and the consistency is close enough. Sure. I mean, if you... That was so loud, Jacob. Oh, my God. I know I heard it. I'm going to cut that out. No, leave it in. That was wild. You all just heard my neck not breaking, but (laughs) I just got tingly down my whole right side. I believe that. Uh, No, I have found at a certain big store corn-based noodles. Okay. Definitely take a lot longer than wheat-based noodles. Oh, I believe that, yeah. And the texture is a little funky. Grainier? It's grainier and also, like, stickier, Hmm. if that makes sense. Like, even if it's not al dente, like, they're fully cooked, it it still feels al dente. Like, Hmm. you're kind of, you're chewing a lot. It's not great. I've told you about Pollock noodles, right? Pollock noodles made from the fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. Which are tremendous. They're so tasty. And the texture is fine. It's good. And the flavor is nice. I need to figure out where to buy those. Yeah. I can't remember what you told me. Search engine it. When you said Pollock noodles and then fish noodles, I immediately went to Pisces noodles. I don't want to eat Constellation noodles. But then again, yes, I do. Yes, I do. A little bit of stardust up in my belly. I thought that went up your nose. Oh, honey. No, no, no. That's pixie dust. Clap. Oh. Clap to stay alive. I believe. I believe in <laughs> Tinkerbell. So what is... Sorry, I'm going to bring us back to This has gone bodies. off of the rails. Yes. Because yes. talking about the moon and talking about how when I stand in it, I feel grounded. And in no matter what phases of the moon, and that's how we got onto. The oh, I know. Moon. I know. And I okay. was going to bring it back around by saying Pollock noodles, which are fish noodles, apparently. Pisces. You did what well. Is your astrological sign? Sure. Um, could I finish though? <laughs> and then no. do that? Okay. Well, it's Cancer. Uh, yes. Yeah, so obviously you can finish. But that's what I would like. I would, whether it was in silence or whether it was putting on my headphones and listening to 
just music and standing. I, you know, sometimes I'd even just close my eyes, but face towards the moon and just bask in it. Sometimes it's just all I needed. That was my Zoloft for the day or whatever. It was so grounding to me. And the moon, I think, in human existence for eons, there has been such historical connection mm-hmm. to it and some uh, magic or some mysticism or some even science, you know, like the moon has always been an integral part of the human experience of the sky. And I think that's really neat. And I, I, I think that there are so many awesome ways like little <laughs> correlations between you know the sun and the moon and that how they are sisters of a type or mm. you can even remember back to like when i was getting my middle school education and we talked about how some people believed that the sun and the moon were actually taken across the sky by a horse and a chariot yeah apollo yeah like there's always been some <laughs> some magic and some whimsy about the sun and the moon, those celestial body yaddy 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 yaddies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I never, like, I always appreciated the moon and its beauty, her beauty. But I remember the night that that changed from a gentle, like, yeah, okay, it's the moon, to a visceral, like, experience of oh, wait a second, this is a part of being human. This is deeply part of being a person Hmm. on this planet who the moon rotates around. It was actually in your backyard. Oh. You had gotten some new headphones. Yes. That were, are amazing. They really are. They're really freaking great. And you asked me just to listen to this one song and we stood outside and I looked up at the, at the stars and at the moon and I listened to that song and I wish we could afford the rights to just play <laughs> that song right now because yeah. it is... Aurora, Mothership. Thank you. I was going to... I After that sigh, I was going to ask you to just say it. Okay. Thanks yeah. for reading my mind. You got it. Aurora, Mothership. Mm-hmm. Put on some really quality headphones if you have access to them and step outside and look at the moon while you listen to that song because for me at least it gave me chills it changed my perspective of the moon rather than being something beautiful that just kind of lingers overhead to a sense of connection like the universe is large vastly so are so small incredibly so and we are so fortunate to have such a beautiful celestial object so close at hand that just serves a purpose of beauty and inspiration (laughs) yes like in all the random happenstances of the universe Mm -hmm. we don't have to have a moon so many planets do not and yet we do and we have a moon that we get to appreciate And that song, that music, really, I don't know, just fit with standing in the dark, holding your hand, looking up at the moon, going, wow, this is a moment. This is... That's really wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And I also 
The one thing that I, well, actually, something that I thought while you were talking is we don't have to have one moon, but we also could have more than one. I would be fine with that. <laughs> it would probably mess with the tides and like, well, it who knows what. Mess well, with no, it. I guess the it would normal be, would be just yeah, different. It would just be true. different. Yeah, it would just be not what we accept as normal. Correct. It would just be different. Correct. Yeah. Like Tatooine. They have two moons and they are, well, hmm, desert planet, maybe not the best example but facts be facts yeah <laughs> and i do and i was remembering um a show from not necessarily my childhood but definitely like my late childhood teens mm. bear in the big blue house oh my god yes do you remember that i do and it was the same like the bear was played by the same person who played magellan from eureka's castle mm-hmm. wholeheartedly p.s by the way yep. i loved that show eureka's castle so much uh because mog and bog Mm-hmm. the bog twins i used to whatever. watch both of those shows when i was babysitting some yeah. sweet precious little angels who are now fully adults oh dudes yeah i'm getting I see them on facebook and i'm like oh my god i'm getting graduation invites from the preschoolers that i oh. used to teach oh god mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so i had a little more distance with these two like they were out of preschool and i was actually well i think i was there when one of them graduated but now they're both like mid-20s married having babies of their own oh man like but i remember when you were the baby and i would sing to you (laughs) yeah the song from bear the the bear's song to the moon yes to luna Uh uh-huh i love that i don't know if i'm allowed to sing it on the no we'd we'd have to pay money i'm sure okay sure shit but you know the song i do and and that's what i was saying it's like the moon is always so important i mean it's you know Uh, i can still see like how the episode would end yes. with the bear looking up at the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My heart. My so heart. So I appreciate that even though we've quote unquote advanced as beings, that there's still such grand- grandeur? No. Um, grandeur, wonder. Good word that I'm not thinking of now. To the moon. Give us give us the context. Oh, that was it. that's all I got. Like ad- admiration, respect. Yeah. We love the moon. We love the moon. And but for me, like the moon is the thing which gives me that 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 grounding, right? Mm-hmm. Now if we talk about the stars, the stars bring me wonder and moments to get lost. Get lost. But in a good way. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm. I remember when I was younger and clear out in the middle of nowhere and we were, you know, partying with some friends and you know two and a half sheets to the wind and i just went you guys let's go look at the stars do you see them do you see this room we are in anyway so you (laughs) like walk outside and you can see everything i'm talking about the milky way galaxy so Mm. it's like 4k no what is the highest definition that we have nowadays 4k Uh, 4K. hd yeah 4k u d h u p c whatever you see i see mm-hmm. hey look down your shirt and spell cup no wait what attic what? no That's wait what is right. it <laughs> yes look look down your shirt and spell attic i just did that in my head because i learned from my traumatic upbringing of being a gentle naive sweet little soul yeah. i would just say it out loud and people would go ha 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 to go like joining the pen 15 club yeah yes like i was like mm-hmm See, I spelled it backwards. I said the letters. I don't understand. And then someone would go, what you said is blah, 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 blah. Well, I can never trust a human again. (laughs) 
Yes, truth be told. This is my villain origin story. <laughs> this is it. We don't talk about Jacob. No, no. <laughs> yes. We don't talk about Jacob. Jacob. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but yeah, I'm oh walking God, out. We're getting sued. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, just walking out to the hill and being like, you guys, you have to. And I remember I was there by myself, enjoying myself wholeheartedly for maybe like five minutes. Then my boyfriend at the time came over and you know, like gently like chilled out with me. And then friends came over and like, oh, she's real drunk, huh? Because she just wants to look at the stars. And I went, maybe I'm drunk, maybe I'm not. But also, do you not see this? Because to be able yeah. to look up pitch black sky, of of no light pollution, yeah. to be able to see the actual Milky Way in all of its glory, to see the random shooting star, to witness all of the constellations all at once. Come at me, bro, because I'm about to <sighs> fight you with so many love words about your ignorance <laughs> at the moment. That was just, oh God, it was extraordinary. And one of my bucket list items is to go and see the Aurora Borealis with the stars like, oh, you yoking me. The sky is so magical. These things that we know exist and we've, we we know- centuries. <laughs> yes, that we know other, other people have chosen to study. And thank you for doing that, P.S. By the way, you yep. kind and very smart person. <laughs> yeah. uh, but- it's just so extraordinary to me and how not only are the stars also constant, but from our perspective on this spinning ball, they're not. But to know that they are. And I know uh, another random thing that blew my mind is when I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about how um, he had a guest with him that spoke about how people used to navigate yes, using the stars and especially... Um, People from Hawaii, they would the carve Moana. Well, this was whole, way before Moana. No, but I mean, uh, like that whole culture that the movie. Oh, yeah, well, yes. Multiple cultures. And they would carve star maps into, into their, their boats. boats. And that's yes. how they would navigate. I know. Um, but that's and people when we're not talking, we're talking like circumnavigation. Yes. You know, like without without knowing where they were going or what was happening. They would just follow. They would just trust the, that. The, oh, well, this no, is what I've. Like, okay, well, these stars will generally get us in this direction when they are in this position. During like, this part of, part of the year. Well, and am I incorrect in remembering that even like Stonehenge and the pyramids were built with some kind of significance to the stars? So from what I understand, to the best of the understanding of our educated individuals, Stonehenge seems to be a like, calendar of sorts using right, the at sun. at certain points, yes. the sun falls through a certain... Yeah, slat, if you will. Yeah. So that's from my understanding. The pyramids, I don't know. Carhenge. Oh. Also not made with that same uh, smartness, but... I Have you been to Carhenge? I have. We were on a road trip. Okay. Uh, but we're going to talk on. about it nope. in a bit because nope. it's time to I potty. I want to hear about it now. Oh, just... I cannot wait. Have you ever been? No. We were just on a road trip. And so it's like, it's just a super hop and a skip. It's like... When you find that there's the world's largest frying pan, you go, well, I'm not going to not stop and see that, right? <laughs> so there's a yes. hop and a skip off of the main uh, interstate. And it's 
cars put into the ground and on top of each other as a lookalike of Stonehenge, but with old cars painted gray. So that's always been my question. I've heard about Carhenge. Yeah. And I've always wondered, like, is it their own thing, like in a gentle, like, mimicry of yeah. Stonehenge? Or yeah. is it actually a reproduction of Stonehenge, but with cars? Like, are things in the same Both? I'm not order? sure that I'm not sure that anybody has mathematically planned out or mapped out to see how similar they are. Well, shame on them. True. Slap that keyboard. It's break time. <laughs> Do you remember Toy Story? No, I have no idea what you are speaking of. The 1995 classic filmography moment in time. I got a snake in my boot. The claw. The claw. I always loved that scene. Oh no, they were looking up to the sky in awe. (laughs) Yes, they were looking up at the sun, or not the sun, the the moon. Well, if maybe I'm remembering that incorrectly. It's... I remember them looking up at the claw and seeing like the glow in the dark moon and star stickers. Am I remembering that? Oi. I Oh god, it's been a long time. I couldn't tell you from that short clip. I do what? remember that there were those stickers. What was that? Pizza uh Galaxy Pizza Pal- uh, whatever. Not Pizza Palace, Pizza planet pizza yes, planet well done well the done pizza planet truck shows up in multiple uh disney pixar movies including cars probably yeah i mean it is a car so why not <laughs> whatever it shows up in frozen no because they really only i think that it's a thing that like normally there's one easter egg that's like a throwback and then all the other easter eggs are for future movies oh yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really love. So Aurora, who sang Mothership, yes, was also <laughs> beautiful. You're welcome, dear listener. From Frozen 2. Correct. Yes. So if you liked Frozen 2, that one song, then you will have those to go listen to- Those four notes. <laughs> those four notes that everybody freaking knows. Uh-huh. You freaking young Aurora. Freaking notes. All, look, it's freaking notes. Four of them. <laughs> um, she Aurora also sings. I heard that Aurora also sings Queendom, mm-hmm. which I blast when I need some feminist boost. Correct. It is one of the best music videos of all time. Well. <clears throat> I mean, in it's my a good opinion, one. In yeah. my opinion, I yeah. really enjoy it. I find the motion and the coloration mm-hmm. and the costumes. And the bit of wild amongst the... Yes. Yeah. Amongst the industrial... Yes. Uh, ...setting. Mm-hmm. I love that music video. Fair and fine. Yes. Also, I love listening to that song and staring up at the moon. Correct. So we were talking about the stars because the moon is my study but the stars are my wonderment and not only yes and the aurora borealis oh did you want to go off of that if i may yeah before you, before you were on kind of a, a point so continue mm. i'll come back to it it's fine it was a very it was a very gentle flow that i was on but not a heavy flow today is that's tmi goodness gracious great um, balls of fire <laughs> Um, and great ovaries thank you on fire yes well yeah 
I even did the crab hands at my at my uteri. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have more than one. It's uterus. I only have one. Uh, anywho. <laughs> I, I didn't even question. I was just like, yeah, your uterus is. <laughs> I also I'm, have seven of them. I'm a twin, so them. I have two of everything, right? Uh, I've got four boobs. Watch out. Wee, 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 wee. Four um, boobs, four eyes, 133 teeth. Where are they? <laughs> That's an, we'll get into that another episode. Oh, God. No, no. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Do you want me to cut that? I don't understand. It's fine. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. And theys and gays and gees and... Shit, I'm trying to be... You heard it here first. She said it's fine. That's right. I mean, it's not surprising. It's definitely not the most surprising thing that has fallen out of either of our faces during this podcast. Fuck. What were we... Uh, Stars. Stars. Aurora Borealis. Well, that's for you. Yep. Um, That was the only tie-in I had. Ah, I got you. But what I love is like every that they change our perception of the starry sky changes throughout the year because I do love and I know it's a little bit I know I annoy some people because I do it every time whenever I go outside and I just go there's Orion you and I have gotten into arguments that's the little dipper no ma'am that is the big dipper the little dipper is over there on the other side of the house (laughs) and you and I have sat there and went well uh, oh shit hang on Mm. so if we measure with our fingertips that one seems like it has more space and then we rotate and well no you moved your finger that no no we've had that conversation at least once sure have yeah also your tree kind of impedes the thing the view of the thing yeah i mean there's four of them that are very large but yes but orion Oh. I will give you that. Orion is always Boop. same place, same time of year. Mm-hmm. No questions. I always know, like, I was caught when he's napping because it's cold outside. He's napping in the wintertime. I know. That's yeah. so sweet. <laughs> but that's how, you know, that's how stories, you know, much like those in the past got started. Like, well, during the wintertime, the god, whatever, you know, if, say, Orion you know, that was his story. Is like, well, was he a god? No, oh no. We need to play. I don't Hades believe so. Again, I think that he was. Um, he doesn't show up in Hades. Just a warrior. Yeah, who he earned his place in the stars. Persephone, she was the goddess who married Hades. Who then, because of her descent into the underworld, her mother Demeter created the seasons, winter and summer. When winter would come, that was Persephone's time with hades and then during the spring and summer that was when persephone would leave the underworld and life would come back to the top world and return to her mother demeter the goddess of not demetri demeter d-m-e-t-e-r huh demetri is a russian male name also demetri is i feel like from land before time oh my god (laughs) uh demetri was in the land before time Oh. Mama. Sorry about that. Goodbye. Oh, to all dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> the stars came to Earth and said, Goodbye, dinosaurs. The whole freaking point of that movie was finding the star leaf. Oh. 
Oh, what do they call that? The yeah. green star or something? I can't remember. It's been forever yes, since. But you're not wrong. There was a star. Like they mm-hmm. called it a star, and it was a leaf yeah. that they were looking for. It was the star or something? Oh, heck. Woofed. Oh heck. Oh heck, indeed. That's heckin' heartbreaking. <laughs> Miguel, this one's for you. Heck. <laughs> oh heck. Oh, now I've forgotten. So let's sorry. move on to what you want. <laughs> I'm sorry I distracted you. No, you're you. absolutely fine. Aurora Borealis. So, not to brag, but this one time in 2015, I was on an airplane. So my brother was stationed in Alaska and I was living in Chicago. Oh, I don't know. Alaska. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Nope. It happened. Okay. Uh, so on the flight up, it was like a seven hour flight from Chicago to, I think I flew into Anchorage. That's, oof, seven hours in a plane is a long time. Yeah, but I was a fellow flight attendant. So the flight attendants helped took you really out. good care of me. They were like, oh, you didn't, honey, you brought a book. Here, have our tablet with all of the movies with our flight attendant code because it's hey there are benefits being a stewardess mm-hmm. and then they also brought me some snacks and they also brought me some drinks but i also brought them some gifts if you fly bring your flight attendants a bag of chocolates Yay. or something that's individually wrapped that they can share amongst amongst themselves because you're probably gonna make a friend insider secret not an insider secret <laughs> that i could go to jail for like martha stewart oh lord however <laughs> she's doing fine nowadays don't worry about her anymore no she's good truly though bring a little a little something for your yeah. flight attendants and they'll probably find a way to sneak you a snack or something nothing inappropriate don't be a pervert to your flight attendants they put up with a lot of shit so on the way home back to chicago from anchorage uh it was like an overnight like i think my brother had to drop me off at the airport at like 11 or 11 30 at night and i think we took off at like 12 15 in the morning everyone else was dead asleep and one of the flight attendants came on the pa very softly and said if you're still awake look out the window to your left and you'll see the aurora borealis what the fuck so i had a row to myself fly above it in it amongst it (laughs) i sat up and i opened the window shade and went my soul would have orgasmed it was like i looked directly out the airplane window and you saw pioneer woman churning butter (laughs) there's a woman on the wing I'm sorry. I can't even fathom how beautiful that must have been. It was. It it seemed like, and I'm sure this was probably like a visual distortion. Like, I'm sure it wasn't as close. Like, it seemed like it was 50 feet past the wing. And I never. I've only ever seen pictures. Yes. So I I thought it was stationary. I thought the Aurora Borealis was a stationary phenomenon until I opened that airplane window shade and looked directly out across from me and it was waving like a curtain in a gentle breeze this fluorescent green against a dark purple midnight sky and it just shimmered back and forth and i i sat there in complete 
speechless awe. So where I grew up, out in the country, out in rural America, if things, if if atmospheric conditions were, were correct, pristine. you could see the Milky Way, as you talked mm-hmm. about earlier. Like, I have a few, like, one or two memories where things were clear enough we could see the Milky Way. And there was one night when the air was just right and the humidity was just right and yada, 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 that going north of town... And standing at the top of this hill, my friends and I could see like the faintest shimmer of green, which was the aurora borealis. borealis. I thought that's all it was. I thought that's all the talk and the hype was until I was in the sky adjacent to it. I can't even imagine. Like that, that's so close to like wanting to watch fireworks while you're flying. But way that would be really better. fucking scary. It was. It was a. St- I literally sat for probably ten or fifteen minutes. That's and magic. I had one sky, of the flight attendants like because I was in the last row because nobody else had booked that row, and I had one of the f- one of the flight attendants sit next to me. Oh, and just watch. At the time, it was also a flight attendant. Yeah. So I was like, hey, we're we don't work for the same airline, but we're family. Yes. And she was new, and I was like, oh, uh, you have to come see this because this Hello. is amazing. And when will you ever get this opportunity again? It was. See it with your eyes. Ugh. That would, that's a dream of mine is to go see the Aurora Borealis. Yep. And we're going to make that happen. We are going to do that. We had teary eyed. <laughs> I know. I see it. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Amazing. We're going to hike a glacier. Well. Well, you park and then you walk five feet and you can see hike to glacier. Okay. I'm down for that. And then we'll go back to the bar where all of the Air Force men are. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Anchorage okay. is fucking great. Down for it. Oh, it's always cold though, yeah? No. There were so many times during like spring and uh, fall where it would be colder in Chicago than it was in Anchorage. My brother and I would talk on the phone and I'd be like, oh my God, we got like three feet of snow. It's in Chicago. It's negative 18. And he'd be like, uh, yeah, well, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska and it's 60. What? Uh-huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, during the dead of winter in like yes. December and January, different story. But even then, there was still sometimes a 20 degree difference where Chicago would be way colder and Anchorage would be like, well, it's mild here. Have some snow and some mooses. <laughs> Don't go outside because they're aggressive. Correct. And then I'd be like in Chicago, like, cool. If I go outside, I'm going to get frostbite and shot. <laughs> did not live in a great neighborhood i loved it oh but you know yeah don't you know oh don't you (laughs) yeah so yeah we are uh i still know some people up there we will go to alaska we will hire or charter rather a a flight a little pontoon boat or puddle jumper what is it called not a pontoon that's a boat like the airplane that has little puddle jumper floaty things puddle jumper that's really what it's called? Yes. Oh, I thought people were joking when they said that. Well, it's like the pontoon basically is their yeah. landing gear. Yeah. Huh. I never realized that was actually okay. I thought I was being naive and tricked. Anyway. I'm we sure will... I'm like I'm sure that there's like a legit like it's a something, PJ eight ninety nine or yeah. something. No, we're going to hire Rusties. We're going to fly up into uh, Mount Denali. We're going to have a picnic on a glacier. And then we'll just fly right back down. Don't you know? And then we'll go say hi to a moose. 
and then we'll go to the bar and we'll meet some men. I mean, I will meet some men. You're a married lady. Doesn't mean I can't meet some men. Correct. Um, And also, Canada, real close. I feel like we'd get along with most of them. I told the story on the and podcast And then we're going to go meet Justin Trudeau. We can see, you can see Russia from there. No, you can't. <laughs> okay. We also have talked about this. Yep. <laughs> where I thought that was a truth that that's what that person had said. She did say that. Didn't she? Or oh no, shit! No, that was the that was the me. SNL. Correct. But Correct. it became memorialized so to the synonymous point with her name. Yeah, because there is that picture of me going. I can see Russia from here, so even great. though you're nowhere near Russia. <laughs> Actually, I think I was closer to Canada than no. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Anchorage is closer to Canada than Russia. So we're just gonna we're just gonna hippity hop over to. A, Anchorage, and then we'll just ride a moose over into Canada and be like, "Hello, eh? I'd rather Hello, ride a mountie on over there. <laughs> You'd rather ride a what? A mountie. Mounties don't exist in Alaska. You got to get a moose to get you over to the Canadian border, and then you can count get a mountie. Why did my voice go? Why did I do that? That is a choice I have made for the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's fun. You're welcome. Yeah. No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so jacob uh, earlier you had asked me what my zodiac sign was yeah what is yours uh gemini do you know zo- much about zodiac kind of are we compatible i have no idea i asked you that and that was gonna be my follow-up question oh, was I are have, we compatible no. i can google i can because i don't know i don't remember what are you say it one more time gemini. For me. you're a twin but i'm, I'm a, twin. a twin that just means that i have two sides to my personality sober and drunk no, that's not true. Oh, I have that s- tattooed on my side. Your right symbol? There it is. It's not cute. What are the two stars around it for? Oh, I had this whole idea that I would through. put a star for every family member that passed. And then like there was a swath of passings. and went, oh, God, I ran out of room. Oh, no. So I, you know, with the set of wings that I have on my back, I had this idea that when, quote unquote, when I had kids, I would have a feather gently falling out with their name in the outline of it. It's never going to happen because I'm never going to have children by choice. Yeah, I know. The things we do when we are younger. Let's look at this. Well, that's... Because you said you're Gemini or you're Gemini. I'm Cancer. What's your Gemini symbol? <laughs> no. What's your Zodiac symbol? You said Cancer, right? I, I honestly, I try so hard to remember what the other Zodiacs are. Not because I actually like truly deeply believe in them. I find it entertaining. Gemini never... is a sign ruled by Merc- Mercury, our little trickster. It's not easy to trust a Gemini partner, especially if... If one is trying to take away their freedom, what the hell? What? That's already abusive. Oh, I see. Oh, we're already here. So Gemini and Cancer, our trust level with each other is only supposed to be at 25%. The major task of Cancer in a relationship with Gemini is to let them be free. Well, that's not. <laughs> so, that's true. You, you have allowed me to be free, but I. So have you for me. Yeah. For and our, also, I feel like if I have ever stifled you and tried to gaslight you the way that that suggested no, no, no. Girl, that is not a healthy friendship. That's another episode we need to be having a discussion about. Mm-hmm. For Gemini and Cancer communication and intellect, we are at 70% compatibility. Incorrect. We are at 100%. There is probably not a single sign in the Zodiac that Gemini couldn't talk to. But I hate talking to people. This is so wrong. Gemini and Cancer emotions, we are only 10% compatible. What? Yeah. The main... Na- Negative possibility here would be in the fact that Gemini doesn't always listen. It's literally your chosen profession 
to listen. It's the opposite of who I am. I have spent my life listening to people and now I'm making money doing that. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no, Jacob. In our values, Gemini and Cancer values, we are 1% compatible apparently they have completely different systems in which they value things in life while gemini is a rational sign giving value to all that comes out of their mind cancer is an emotion guru giving value to things their heart beats for when it comes to relationships they are probably the most vulnerable to differences in this category for differences here make their primary goals different although they will both be motivated to find love the way their part partner acts in a relationship could be considered quote-unquote wrong due to its opposite nature from what each of them values are okay. shared activities well, only 15 percent in summary <laughs> in summary <laughs> on this al- one website although gemini and cancer are next to each other in the zodiac they are likely to be next to each other in friendship what, what? why is this say we're only 21 percent c- compatible well i guess i have to Find a new best friend. You're fired. We're in my house. You're fired. Okay. I will. I'm granting you two weeks pay of seltzers and we'll. You have to give me a proper 30 day eviction notice because we always joke about how I basically. Squatters' rights. Squatters' rights. (laughs) Damn it. My bedroom is the cat's litter box. You can't kick me out. Um, wait, no, 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 madam. That was one website's interpretation. Do we have time for more? I think we have time for one more website. Do you have one in specific that you would like to check? No, but it's the it's the zodiac. It's horoscope. It's all based on personal feelings and interpretations okay i believe strongly that we can find one that more adequately suits us than what that was that person just had okay a best friend when she was 13 or he was 13 or they were 13 who was a gemini or a cancer and therefore they have a vendetta that they are trying to impose upon us so let me give you this I changed up the search engine criteria slightly and I put the DuckDuckGo criteria. Cancer and Gemini friendship. So, where would you like results from? Would you like them from Should I pick a number or I'm going to read it. I'm going to read you some okay. names and when one grabs your Gemini speaks to my Gemini nutsacks, twin spirited soul. Correct. You let me know. Style craze, thought Hiss. catalog, astrobix. Yes. Astrology season, the horoscope. Oh, that's called what? Th- the horoscope. My bad. Wiki, <laughs> the horoscope. <laughs> Wiki how. Build, Wiki how? Baking uh, balls. Building beautiful souls. <laughs> that one. That, that one. one. Building beautiful Are you sure? souls. The next one is Mom Junction. <laughs> or the one after that is Astro 79. That so one. close. That one. Astro, Astro 79. 79. Neat. Too bad it wasn't Astro 69. Yeah, it's hey not yo. nice. It's neat. Oh, we value your privacy. Yeah decline don't steal our cookies we're hungry and we want to eat them reject all reject all correct can i still hey ladies and gentlemen and days and gays do not click accept all when a website asks you to accept their cookies you have to tap a few extra things but you do not have to give them that personal information they just make it very easy to accept that you give them that personal information Check this out. The crab and the twins 
make a fun-loving and playful team. Goddamn right. They are quite in sync with each other. In sync. Baby, bye, bye. Oh, no, that's Backstreet Boys. (laughs) Shit. We both were I was about to sing a different song. Yep. Okay. Uh, They are quite in sync with each other's energies, but like any other pair of zodiac signs, they have areas to work upon. Like any other humans? How's the friendship quotient between Cancer and Gemini? Can Cancer and Gemini be best friends? Uh, We are literally making a podcast about it, so the answer is yes. Let's dive in and understand. Okay, so basically... It's a whole lot of words for the answer is yes. What does Gemini like about Cancer? What do I like about you? What do I like about you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're you my really best know how friend. to dance. Oh, that's because oh. I don't really know how to dance. I really like your eyebrows and your face, oh. your personality, this and your values. Awesome. Everything about you. Okay, that was really cheesy. I just didn't want to hear what bullshit that website said. Mm-mm. But this uh, um, author and astrologer, her... You see that picture? How cute is that? Yeah, I can't really see it, but she looks super She's neat. Twisting her head and being adorable. And she looks like she has really beautiful hair. Good for her. For sure. Wiki how. Should we make a whole episode of just like horoscope bullshit? Because that would be really fun. What is that? I'm just going to say for people in listener land, you should probably go to Wiki how and look up Gemini cancer relationships and look at the first photo. It is like the girl from the ring has crawled out of your computer and then back into it in a 3D rendering. That's what you gathered from that? Yeah. And then there's a dude who is also a 3D rendering going, what? He looks like he's about to flip you off with some uh, really spectacular emotions. And his, his fingers or, are intertwined. And or ask, do you remember this trick from grade school? Cat's now put, cradle. put your hand, put your, <laughs> open up the thing. That's what a vagina looks like. <laughs> oh, That's God. what it looks like he's about to do. Or more so. He's trying to do that to the to ring say, girl. Here is the church and here is the steeple. Open the doors. Check out your pee hole. People did that to me all the time. And I would be like, what? I never learned. I always thought it would be something different and it never was. Not a smart child. It's because you're a Gemini, and Geminis are mm. a childlike. You are smart, curious, open-minded, friendly, and quick-paced. Which is how why I was friendly and curious. So, oh well, maybe it'll be different this time. <laughs> maybe this emu- emotional abuse from up here will be different this time. Uh. Yes. All right. This went in a different direction than what I thought because I did like I love stars and I love the science within and above. So and why I, I really because we of would spend stars. more time talking about ast- astronomy, also, not astrology. You know, we can always hit this topic back up again, my dude. Yeah, to match the phases of the moon, the, and match the phases, the phases of our, our freaking energy. I tell you one thing because I did not have the energy today. Jake and I literally played volleyball with a punching balloon. Do you guys remember that? With like the rubber like the band stringy. on one end, you just yeah. go bop 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 bop. Anywho, we played volleyball with that for fifteen minutes before we had enough energy to. It get was downstairs. thirty-five, and Melissa was like, "Why do I feel like more awake now?" Okay, so here's your psychology for the day. I was able to explain. To to our dear friend Melissa, and now to our dear friend you, sweet listener. Yes. When your body is down regulated, very sleepy, very tired, if you do something very basic like tossing or hitting a pillow or a balloon, mm-hmm. 
it upregulates your body into a state of not quite Stasis. fight or flight, but a little bit of activation to like get the blood flowing, get the brain working. Sure. It awakens you. It's what we do when people in therapy start shutting down and they go, oh God, this is too much. And I say, hey, throw that pillow at me. And they do. And they go, oh, oh God. And I go, all right, you better catch. And I throw it at them. One time I had a kid catch it and go, all right, yeet. And they threw it so hard that I hit my face. It bounced off my face. It hit my desk. It bounced off my desk and hit my lamp. And the kid went, oh, God. Well, it's okay because you were really like you were in it. You were flatlining and and that brought you out of it. So we're good. So if your body ever feels a little bit too flat, a little bit too, just throw a balloon or a pillow at someone and have them throw it back at you. It'll upregulate you into your regular place of arousal. Or if you have anything else around you, just throw it at a random stranger. You'll feel better. (laughs) That's my take on things. Also, please don't sue me if that person sues you. All right. I think it's time to wrap it up, dear Jacob, because we are at 113. That's our cue. 113. Do you remember we had like four episodes in a row that we would bet how long we would go? And I would say 113. 113. 113. Usually like 112 is what you'd say. Yeah. Oh, was it 12? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're so close. I'm going to propagandize that and say that it was always 113. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Mm -hmm. We'll see who believes whom. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go back and edit all those episodes and be no! like, "When you say when you say 112, I'm gonna 113." <laughs> all right, Boo. If you got that much time, I will allow it. I don't. I also don't know how to do that. Oh, can I tell you what you should do? Is you should clip me saying 113 from this episode and then just go and place it into <laughs> all the previous ones. That's what I would do if I were a sneaky, sneaky snake. Y'all, we're places and stuff, including... Patreon. Yeah, we're there. So if you... Just look, just type in best friendhood, really. Yeah, patreon.com slash, I don't even fucking Best friendhood. Remember. Best friendhood. We'll find us. It's that same beautiful logo. It's the green background, the black... Scrawl. Yes. Uh, not scrawl. Uh, script. script. Faces of ours. Who made that? Uh, Jennifer Bate. She's beautiful, talented, and we love her. She sure is. You can are also... we on Instagram? Yeah, we we are. What's our what? How do you find us on Insta? So basically, if you just like type in "best friendhood" or "bfh pod," what you'll find us because it's that same green oh. background and black scrawl. Shit. No doubt, dude. And then also, did you know that people can like email us and stuff? Yeah, I did actually know that at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. Because we are always wanting to hear some stories about friendship or topic ideas or questions or basically stuff that you guys like or don't like. And sometimes we just email each other at that email yeah, address. We do. <laughs> just because we're not getting emails from others. We're like, hey, what about this idea? Could have texted me that. Yeah, but I wanted to use your email. <laughs> Neat. Okay. <laughs> well, now we're going to do it because, because it was an email we Because now we both received. have a notification. Also, yeah, then I yeah. don't forget about it. And of course, if you get the opportunity to tell people about us, remind them that they can find us on SoundCloud, on Spotify, Spotify on Stitcher. And Apple. And we're working on Amazon because I know a lot of people like Amazon as well. I mean, it's available. This episode is going to be edited by Jacob. Yours. 
a truly. Thank you so much for doing that, P.S., by the way. And if you guys get the chance to, please slip us a quick rate, review, subscribe, whatever you're able to do. It helps reach other people so that we can get even more people all up in this best friend hood. Ooh. Literally, all you have to do is open up your podcast app, scroll down, and do there will be a little right? option to leave a five-star rating and a review. And oh. it's super easy. It's super simple. And then you can go on to the next podcast on your list because we know you listen to podcasts. You're listening to this one. You probably have others. It would just be really helpful. And we appreciate you. But it is most important that we definitely say this. What would that be? Dear listener, remember, you are loved. And you are worth being loved. Love we love you. you. Bye. <laughs> That's how I end it. <laughs>